It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. And with us right now is the former vice president of the United States of America, Mike Pence. He's in New Hampshire. Uh, Mr. Vice President, good to have you on. John Katsimatidis, thanks for having me on Cats and Cosby. What a great crew. Happy Labor Day to you all. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, how is New Hampshire? Is it, is, is, it, is it as hot as New York? <laughs> it's pretty balmy up here, and the politics is heating up too, John. I mean, it's getting, it's getting to be a lot of fun. We've got a, we've got a, a great a Republican primary that's just getting started. You know, I'm kind of I'm old school. I've always thought that campaigns really begin after Labor Day weekend. And uh, I have to tell you, whether it's here in New Hampshire or where I spent time in Iowa last week and all summer long, I'm, I'm more convinced than ever that Republicans are going to rally around to make sure that Joe Biden is never reelected as president of the United States and we get this economy working for every working American. You know, it's Labor Day. I mean, we're looking at, uh, we're looking at mortgages at a 22-year high. Two out of three Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Inflation over the last two and a half years, 16.6%. Uh, we all know how to get this economy moving again, to get people working again. It's not Bidenomics. It's what we did during the Trump-Pence years, and I'm fighting to bring that agenda forward and fighting to lead our party in 2024. Now, is New Hampshire going to be the Ed first Cox. primary in the nation, despite all the attempts by the Democrats to do otherwise? Yeah, it's it's hard to believe. You better believe it. You talk to anybody here in the Granite State, they say we're going to be first in the nation just as they've always been. But I have to tell you, uh, Ed, I, it is astonishing to me to think that Joe Biden and the Democrats are going to skip over New Hampshire. They're planning on skipping over the caucus in Iowa. And uh, and, and I got to tell you, I, I, I think that's advantage us because it's in these it's in these early states, as you all know that uh, that we've shaped national leadership fitted to the times you know i i think the american people know that uh, joe biden and his policies have weakened our country at home and abroad and i think by just by just casting aside the vetting process here in new hampshire and in other early states uh, i i think tells you all you need to know about about which party is ready to reconnect with the with the priorities and the goals of the american people and that's the republican party Mr. Vice President, yes, Mike, great to talk to you, Mr. Vice President. Always great to hear your voice. Uh, I was just going to ask, how you been? Great. What have you been up to, anyway? No, seriously, I was going to ask you one one question, (laughs) you know, uh, getting into details. I have never heard of aliases being used. Was that ever a common practice at all in the executive or, you know, for any intelligence reason? The fact that Joe Biden has had 5,000 emails with different aliases? It's news to me. Of course, I... Uh, as vice president of the United States, I didn't have an email. I mean, you know, I, I, I scarcely need to tell you, Pete King, you know, you're one of the leading experts on intelligence in the country. You, you know, you, you uh, led on those issues in your years in Congress. You know, my view is that the, the Internet is never completely safe. And so I, I literally never used email when I was vice president. So this idea of multiple, you know, uh, emails uh, with pseudonyms uh, for Joe Biden over the years. I, I was just taken aback by that. But it's just kind of one more example of uh, of everything that's swirling around this administration. They're under an ethical cloud now. 
with everything happening around Hunter Biden. I, you know, I greatly welcome the fact that that judge threw out that sweetheart deal uh, for Hunter Biden. I thought it was a it was a small down payment on restoring public confidence in equal treatment under the law. But what it's going to take is a new Republican president. And I, I promise you, if, if I'm that president, we're going to clean house on the top floor of the Justice Department and, and staff the entire floor with men and women committed, committed to restoring public confidence and equal treatment of the law. And, uh, I, you don't need me to say this, but I've never met a more honest guy in government than you, and I just say that 100%. I agree. Oh, yeah. thanks, absolutely. Thanks, absolutely. We agree. This is uh, Rita Cosby, of course, Mr. Vice President. Great to talk with I you. I know that, boys. Hi, Rita. Happy and Labor I'm, Day. Oh, happy Labor Day to you, my friend. I wanted to ask you, too, because the next debate is going to be at the Reagan yeah. National Library, as you know. I, I know it's it Fox is. Business and Univision. Um, so huge focus, of course, is going to be on border and migrants. We are dealing with such a huge migrant crisis um, in New York, every town uh, literally right now across the country right. seems like a border town. What would you do to secure the border? And what do you say to the folks, too, especially right now? New York is busting at the seams. And there are so many people who are concerned about some of these migrant shelters popping up, in one case, 20 feet away from a grammar school. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And I, you know what? i got to do a hat tip to the mayor of New York who's been willing to call out President Joe Biden and his administration for their absolute failure to secure the southern border of the United States. Uh, but, you know, New York is not alone. Every major city in the country is is busting at the seams, as you said, Rita, with this avalanche of millions of people that have been let to come into our country. What you do is you do what we did before. Number one, of course, you finish the wall, which I'd do if I became president. But also, Rita, I negotiated what came to be known as the Remain in Mexico policy that ended illegal immigration and asylum abuse almost overnight. It reduced it reduced illegal immigration and abuse by 90 percent uh, before that pandemic hit. Then we added Title 42 to that that allowed us uh, to essentially, you know, send people back over the border immediately. And Joe Biden comes in. He stops construct incoherently, stops construction of the wall. Contracts had already been let. Everybody's building out. You can go down there now and see and see, you know, literally miles of girders laying on their side, rusting in the sun because for some reason he shut down the border wall. But then he worked to undo remain in Mexico, undo Title 42. You put all those things into effect, uh, you will secure the southern border of the United States. I promise I'll do it if I become president of the United States. We'll put it back into effect on day one. Now, uh, 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 Mr. Vice President, uh, the Republican National Committee has been has been uh, uh, crying out that they haven't been raising a lot, uh, enough money uh, because the Republicans don't know which way uh, things are going. Uh, at what point do you think uh, that uh, uh, Republicans will be able to sort things out? Well, look, I, I really do believe that uh, Republican primary voters uh, are, uh, are, are going to give us leadership fitted to the times. And, you know, John, you and I are friends. I, I, everybody in that room does. I don't think anybody could have beaten Hillary Clinton in 2016 other than Donald Trump. Republican primary voters chose the right standard bearer at the right time. I was proud to run with him and proud to do my part to help bring us to victory. Uh, but I think different times call for different leadership. And I got to tell you, I just left, uh, I just left a, uh, a great cookout in, in Salem. We're, we're on our way to our friend Scott Brown's house for a 
a backyard. He calls it a no BS barbecue. I haven't looked up what that acronym stands for. <laughs> Don't say it on radio. You're a radio guy. <laughs> yeah, but he's out. <laughs> I got to tell you, everywhere I go, I have people coming up to me and saying, thanks for running. And I, I honestly think with the with Labor Day weekend, uh, the starting gun has been fired. I think you're going to see Republican primary voters look at all the candidates, those of us that were on the stage and the one that wasn't on the stage, uh, and I'm confident they're going to give us the right leadership uh, to lead our party, not just to victory, but lead our country back. And I'm going to work my heart out to make sure it's me. Mr. Vice President, we got one minute left. What would you like to tell yeah. the American people on Labor Day? I'd just like to say, you know, in all my years, in Congress, as a governor in Indiana, and as vice president of the United States, you know, my uh, my opinion of their federal government has gone down, but my opinion of the American people has gone up every single day. I mean, what I've seen of the American people, what I've seen of those in uniform, in law enforcement, what I've seen of hardworking Americans, the American people are, are the most faith-filled, freedom-loving, innovative, generous people the world has ever known. We just need government as good as our people. And on this Labor Day, I promise you and all your listeners, I'm going to work my heart out to give us that in 2024. Mr. Vice President, thank you for calling in this Labor Day. God bless you and God bless America. We need God's help. And um, thank you for working very hard towards it. Thank you. Good luck, Mike. Thank hey, you. Thanks, everybody. Great to be all on Cass and Cosby. Yeah, good luck. good luck. Good luck. Thank you.